Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game due to the game's efforts we now have turf that needs less water courses that are more sustainable with many now offering natural wildlife habitats from the days of old tom morris golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game but don't take my word for it jack nicholas agrees if you love golf like i do thank a golf course superintendent A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Hey, what does it take to be the number one irons in golf? Well, if you ask the engineers at Callaway, they'll tell you one thing, innovation. And they would know because Callaway's face cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf. The face cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods 
and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face, and the second Callaway started engineering irons with face cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness, and of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology, and they've all made Callaway the number one irons in golf. To learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf, go to CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Reshape your golf game at Uinta Golf with the new TaylorMade Sim Family. The new Sim Shape and Motion Series is here, featuring the Sim, Sim Max, and Sim Max D-Type drivers, fairways, and rescues. Sim Woods have been reshaped to increase your distance and swing speed, while the Sim Irons are made so you no longer have to compromise distance and feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new TaylorMade Sim Series golf club. Now at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey there, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Twitter handle is at Real Golf. Our Instagram and Facebook is at Real Golf Radio. We uh, invite you to give us a follow and uh, join the conversation. Let us know what you think, and uh, we'd love to see you there. Uh, thanks to Scott Michaud and America's favorite caddy for joining us on hour number one. Still to come here on the back nine, we'll welcome in a two-time winner on the PGA Tour, Troy Merritt. Anxious to get his take on some of these... Um, I guess issues are surrounding mm-hmm. the game with the PGL, the distance debate, all of that, uh, and see how he's doing on his game, what we can expect out of Troy. Certainly a different perspective than Brooks Kepka, who, you know, basically said, $200 million, Bob, that's not really going to change my life. I think <laughs> I'm going to stay on the PGA Tour. That was the message so far from both Rory and Brooks. And, uh, again, if you can't lure him with money, I'm not sure what you're going to lure him with. Um, Also, coming off of the West Coast uh, swing, uh, just taking a look at it. When you look at the schedule, how things wrapped up there. You you begin with the American Express uh, if you come out of Hawaii. You Mm -hmm. begin with American Express. Andrew Landry with a a tough win. 
Uh, pretty impressive stuff by Landry coming down the stretch, picking up the the win in the desert. Of course, Phil Mickelson was the host for that this year, the old Bob Hope. Good to see Mickelson throwing in. Farmers Insurance Open, Mark Leishman, another hard-fought win at the Farmers. Webb Simpson knocked out Tony Finau in a playoff at Waste Management Phoenix Open. Nick Taylor uh, with uh, a surprising win at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Adam Scott gets an official win, Bob, at Riviera and the Genesis. Yes. And that wraps up the West Coast swing. As we mentioned, Victor Hobland with a win to Puerto Rico last week and Patrick Reed picking up the WGC Mexico Championship. And uh, See, here we most are. Pe- most people won't understand what you just threw in there about Adam Scott an official win at Riviera the only other time he won at Riviera was a 36 hole tournament and it got rained out in the final two rounds so it doesn't count as an official win so now he's got his official win yeah it doesn't count in the books but he still got an official check and an official trophy but he he just doesn't record it as one of his official W's uh, in his career. So, uh, yeah, so we, we talked about some of that. We'll continue to talk more about uh, the, the wins uh, last week and then the schedule going forward, Bob. Uh, Honda Classic, Keith Mitchell, really nice story. He doesn't want to give up his trophy. Looks like he's going to be giving up his trophy this week at the Honda Classic. But uh, Bay Hill next week, Francesco yep. Molinari uh, with uh, the defending champ. And then Rory defends at the Players' Championship, then on to uh, Tampa, Innisbrook, Valspar, Copperhead course, Paul Casey. So interesting, right? I mean, three Euros winning those three events, Molinari, McElroy, Casey. Yeah, they got on a roll. That's yeah. definitely true. Yeah. So we'll talk about that coming up next here as we just get started on hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Saw from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. Callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance. It's why Callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row. And this year, they created an iron that the world has never seen. Maverick, Callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence. Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity 
to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob Hey, when it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Get lined up with new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com or in stores today. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And uh, we appreciate you joining us, Brian and Bob, with you here on Real Golf Radio. I love looking back at that uh, West Coast swing. Talk to the caddy about it. I, I'm a West Coast swing guy. I, I love the events. Uh, you got the exciting stuff like the caddy mentioned at Phoenix, you know, with the crazy crowd. You got just the beauty of Pebble Beach. I love the San Diego and the and the L.A. events and uh, and even the desert, even though it's not the old Bob yeah. Hope. I, I guess the the historical, the nostalgia, that's the word I'm looking for, of mm-hmm. the West Coast was was always something that stood out to me as a kid and even now. You know, the old Bob Hope, the old Bing Crosby, you know, the old Glenn Campbell, you know, going on and on. It's it just I loved that you had the association with the the stars, if you will. And it was kind of golf and Hollywood all coming together. So from that standpoint, I've always enjoyed the West Coast. I don't feel the same connection. And maybe it's just because I'm a West Coast guy, but I don't feel the same connection to the Florida swing. Right. Even though you can't argue with the golf courses and the tournaments and the players is there and all that stuff. It's obviously the courses and the events speak for themselves. Bay Hill with Arnold Palmer, right? Um, yep. Even Jack Nicholas this week at PGA Nationals, kind of a, he and Barbara sort of an official host. So um, all of that is there, but it doesn't have the same history or nostalgia that those West Coast swing events have from in my mind. Well, those West Coast swings, you know, even if, if you're going to include Hawaii as well, um, you know, starting with the Sony Open, um, those those events comprise about two months. Uh, you know, you look at Florida, and Florida is only about a month long. So, um, but like you said, we grew up in the western part of the United States. I grew up in San Diego, and uh, I can remember right from the beginning, you know, going to Hawaii every year to to watch my dad play at the Sony, and then watching him play in Palm Springs, and some of the people he played with there. Then going up to you know, going up to Carmel and staying in Carmel for the for the Bing Crosby for for the for the clam bake. Then, you know, I, I only went to Phoenix a few times, but I can remember going to Los Angeles all the time. Of course, we lived in San Diego, so we were there um, at, at those events all the time. Those were those were the the tournaments that I remember growing up and being able to being able to go and watch my dad play golf. And, and, uh, and that's a special time of year for me every year. That's so cool. So cool that your dad, I mean, you know, Billy Casper winning 51 times, 
Uh, most of the tournaments you talk about, he's won multiple times, Bob. Oh, yeah. you, you just yeah. don't, you don't get that many wins without, you know, picking off a few at each of those different stops. So that's correct. Um, pretty interesting. All right. So looking at the conclusion of the West coast swing, where do things stand? Uh, let's, let's kind of look at some stat leaders here because okay. I think it's interesting to note as we count down to TPC coming up in a couple of weeks, the 83 watch will be on with tiger next week at Bay Hill. Uh, we will, uh, also, of course the masters is, uh, really close as we talked to Scott Michaud. So uh, let's go FedEx Cup first. Uh, what does it look like through the West Coast swing? Well, the FedEx Cup standings are Justin Thomas is leading right now through eight events. He's got 1,403 points. Rory McIlroy has played five events. He's number two. He's at 1,083 points. Webb Simpson is number three at 1,083 points. Those guys are tied. Rory and Webb, and both have played five events. Then Brendan Todd has played 13 events. He's got 1,066 points. And then Patrick Reed is number five right now playing seven events. He's 1,024 points. Mm. So um, that's kind of the the top five right now after the West Coast swing in the FedEx Cup standings. You know, you look at top 10 finishes too, and uh, right there at the top, you know, you got uh, five top 10s for both uh, Rory five. and Justin. So that's yeah, the reason why Rory's they're there. five for five. Yeah. And uh, Justin Thomas is five for eight. So... And then there's there's the next three guys, uh, Ben on uh, Harris English and Billy Horschel all have four top tens um, already through the West Coast swing. Scoring average is interesting. You look at Rory Webb Simpson right there, 68.2, 68.6. Hideki Matsuyama checking in at 69.179. Justin Thomas, 69.231. And then Bryson DeChambeau, that's your top five with uh, scoring average. Uh, you, you know, you, you start looking at, at these guys and, and you start to maybe paint a picture of, okay, coming up at the Players' Championship, who do you like? Uh, Rory McIlroy and Webb Simpson both having won the Players' Championship in the last couple of years. So, uh, in Interesting to note there. Bryson's been playing well, but he's been going through the body transformation. Justin Thomas, you know, has a couple of wins already on the season. And, and you know, so th- those are guys that uh, I think um, th- that you look at um, when you start looking at the Players' Championship and you start looking at the Masters uh, coming mm-hmm. up. I think those are those are some, some players that are going to be in the mix, no doubt about it. Yeah, and, you know, again, Rory McIlroy, we're coming into the Masters Rory has every major championship except for Augusta, and he's still trying to to convert on that career Grand Slam. And he's putting himself into a good position with the way he's playing, the way he's scoring, uh, all the top fives, and a win already this year. And uh, he's getting ready to uh, to really give himself a good shot this year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it all breaks down. Jordan Spieth, another tough week last week. Just. You know, seems to find one round that that shows you maybe it's there, and and then just can't put the rest of them together. But uh, really, still expecting Jordan to get things. I said that coming into the year, I, I felt like he was going to have a, a a resurgence. Hasn't quite happened yet, but you know, here's hoping uh, he can figure it out. That, that's how quickly, certainly, that it can slip away. Um, wanted to ask you too, uh, Bob, when when you talk about what happened, um, Patrick Reed with a W. Uh, and and a good finish. I mean, man, he came flying oh, yeah. up the leaderboard and and just grabbed that tournament and took it amidst all of the comments and and controversy. Yep. Patrick Reed plays some great golf and picks up a W. It just as we mentioned in in the first hour, it, it's surprising that he's he keeps sabotaging himself with these dumb things he does. Like 
you know, playing in the sand when he's not supposed to and so-called improving his lies. It's not a good image, and it doesn't seem with his talent that he needs to be doing that stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, he had the guys come out, uh, Peter Costas and and uh, Brooks Kepka that talked about last week about him improving his lie. Uh, Peter Costas said he's he's seen him when he was on the call with CBS. He's seen him improve his life four times on tour. Um, unfortunate that uh, that he puts himself in that type of a situation. Subconsciously, is he doing that to to give himself the I don't know maybe the the fortitude or whatever to uh, to prove everybody wrong? I don't know. But you know, Wait, are you saying he feels like he has to be mired in controversy, or he doesn't have, right, or he lacks right. the motivation to win? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> wow, I don't know. Who knows what, what what goes on in his subconscious with everything that always continues to follow him around? But you know, he he's a guy with a phenomenal talent, a guy that leads. Does wait a second? I don't know if he leads the tour right now. He in putting, in strokes gained putting, he's number four. Yeah, he's close um, though. You know, a guy that has a phenomenal touch, a guy that can score, a guy that can uh, that has proven he can win golf tournaments. Um, it's it's unfortunate that that he puts himself in this position. Mm. Uh, indeed. Uh, uh, we got uh, just a couple of minutes left and we'll be going out to Troy Merritt, who will join us two time winner on the PGA Tour. But uh, you had you have to we have to bring up Brooks Kepka and his comments, Bob, yes. saying that. You know, he he doesn't he's he wants to play with the best players in the world. He's not interested in taking their money. It's not about the money, money, money. I Jesse J saying it right there. Brooks yep. Kepka said it. Uh after what we heard last week, I uh with the with that podcast, I just I frankly thought it was boring. I think it lacked excitement, and I can't see what the hook is, especially when the best biggest players and the biggest names in the game are suggesting that the money isn't gonna be enough. Well, and I didn't, I didn't think, I don't, I don't, the money's not going to lure them to, to go there. Um, Brooks Kepka said $200,000 is not going to make a big difference in his life. He said he's made enough money in his life right now that he could retire, but he doesn't want to retire. He wants to compete. He wants to play. He wants to win major championships and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I've always said it's not about the money with the top players. It's about, it's about them and their legacy of winning golf tournaments on the PGA Tour and winning major championships. This tour is not going to fly, um, and it's not going to take over the number one spot. I couldn't uh, agree with you more. I, I don't. I just don't see it. I, I don't see how it happens. Well, listen, coming up next, uh, get Troy Merritt. He's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour, but a bit of a journeyman and a guy that's out there trying and grinding to, to keep his job for next year. We'll get his take on this PGL distance debate, all of that, coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember hey ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in utah look so good pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to mountainland supply for your turf irrigation needs mountainland supply is the exclusive rainbird golf distributor in utah what does that mean for you When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. A reminder, you can catch us online. Twitter handle is at Real Golf and our social Instagram, Facebook, at Real Golf Radio, where you can give us a follow and join the conversation. Tell us what you think. It's, it's been fun uh, as we talk about... You know, the, the West Coast swing wrapping up, looking forward to this Florida swing, which is underway. Uh, the Players' Championship not too far off. Uh, Caddy talked a little bit about that. We even even chatted about the Masters with Scott Michaud uh, last hour, which uh, which is fun to start thinking about already. And, and then, of course, uh, still more conversation about Premier Golf League, distance debate. Those seem to be the hot things in the game. And uh, so, anyway, we wanted to bring in a good friend of ours. He's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour, and he's currently out there. Probably not saying the same thing Brooks Kepka said about the $200 million not being life-changing my guess is for most mortals 200 million dollars would would change at least something uh, about your life but uh our good friend uh, as i mentioned two-time winner on the pga tour troy Merritt joining us right now troy how are you man hey guys thanks for thanks for having me back on and yeah that uh, 200 million that brooks is uh 
not willing to accept, you know, kind of a downgrade for him. But I think most of us yeah, would be willing to take it. <laughs> you could split it up, couldn't you? <laughs> Make it yeah, work somehow. You could probably find 200 uh, million friends to share that with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting, Troy. You know, Rory McIlroy made his comments. Uh, he talked about autonomy, being able to choose, being able to choose to go play a WGC event, which is free money, essentially. Or, or not, and this Premier Golf League is saying, you know, look, we want to take the top players and the top 48, and you're going to play 18 events, and, and, uh, and, and this, is, this is kind of how it, we're, we're going to separate from the, from the PGA and the European Tours. It's going to be like this league above, if you will, everybody else. Well, when you hear the, the comments, obviously there are a few that are in that position that are superstars out on tour that have created themselves a situation like Rory, where he says, I can pick and choose. And and that's a big deal. I imagine y- you probably have some of that, that you enjoy about your job, but there's also, you know, you're, you're not quite to that point where you can just simply pick and choose. My guess is if you qualified for a WGC, you'd play, huh? Yeah. You know, I think uh, the first point I would make is that I can't believe that I wasn't the first phone call as to come and join the premier golf league. I really can't believe I wasn't on the list. But, uh, no, I, you know, I, I think a lot of guys probably uh, would be more in kind of Rory's boat. Um, you know, they want that autonomy, and, and they want to be able to pick and choose their schedule. And for a lot of guys on the, on, the, on the PGA Tour, especially for the younger guys, you know, you really don't have that opportunity to even do that on the PGA Tour. You just play basically when you're allowed to play or when your number is called, and then you try to go play the best you can. The majority of the guys aren't, you know, choosing the, the ideal schedule for themselves. Um, they're not being told when to go and play, but they have to go and play to, to help their career. And that's, that's the difference between them and, and these uh, guys that are being um, sought out for the, the Premier Golf League. And, you know, if, if I was in you know one of those positions, you know, I, I think I'd be in, in a little bit more rural issues. I'd like to be able to pick and choose my schedule and, you know, spend time with my family, you know, take some time off when I need it and, and not be told that I have to go play this event. Otherwise, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know what the, the repercussions would be, whether it be a fine, whether it be kicked off, you know, what it is. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to tell, somebody telling me that you're not going to get your money if you don't go play in this tournament. Mm. That's interesting. Um, you know, I, I think about the PGA Tour and, and guys that have an opportunity to play on the PGA Tour like yourself. They have a pretty good um, – they, they, you've worked hard all your life to get to where you're at to be able to play the best tour um, in the world. And – it's kind of interesting to me that they that somebody would come along and say, "Okay, you guys will be kind of subservient to her, and and we'll be a little bit better." But as a player on the PGA Tour, how good do you have it to be able to have the opportunity to play in those events and and kind of be pampered a little bit week to week when you play? Yeah, you know, there's obviously pros and cons of of every profession, and you know, as a professional golfer, we have you know our fair share to gripe about, which other people would probably think is um, I don't know, pretty baseless, you know, compared to a lot of other professions in this world. And uh, obviously, it's a, it's a dream job of mine, but I also wouldn't wish it upon anybody. Um, you know, you're you're under such a microscope, especially the you know the top five, ten percent of of guys on tour, that your whole life kind of gets broken down and and uh, and looked at. And you know, whereas guys like myself, kind of more as bottom feeders for ten years. You know, we can kind of skate around the fringes a little bit more and have a little bit more freedom. But, you know, it, it's a grind each year for, for guys like myself, you know, that aren't, uh, you know, winning every year. And, you know, some years we're just trying to keep our card. You know, like the situation I'm in right now, 
you know, sitting in the mid 160s on the FedEx Cup list without my job locked up for next year. I mean, I'd have, you know, some kind of conditional past champion status, but I could shoot six to nine events a year and, and mostly the opposite field events. So not exactly the ideal status. So, you know, guys like myself that even though we're on the, the PGA Tour, you know, we're still grinding it out just to try to, or try to keep our job year in and year out. And, you know, those, uh, those upper echelon guys don't really have to, to worry about that each year because, like you said, worked hard for it. They've had a lot of big wins, and, and they definitely deserve uh, where they've been. And, uh, you know, I, I tell people, uh, you know, we've got, you know, local pros up here in Boise and guys are trying to make it out on, you know, some kind of circuit and, you know, we'll play rounds of golf with them and then you'll maybe have a couple of buddies ask us, you know, well, what did you think about so-and-so? And say, honestly, you know, get a real job. It, it, it's, it's a lot less stressful. I mean, I understand it's your dream, but it's also the dream of tens of thousands of people around the world. And there's only, what, 200 PJ Tour cards? 250 maybe PJ Tour cards a year for everybody in the world. I mean, that's just uh, the, the odds that you get on PJ Tour aren't, aren't great. And it's just a lot of added stress that you don't really need in your life. It's an interesting perspective. Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Generally speaking, though, um, do you feel like the PGA Tour... Uh, as a, I know you're an independent contractor. You don't necessarily, you're not employed by the PGA Tour. But do you feel like, a, as a member of the tour, that that you're pretty well taken care of? And uh, yeah, sure. You, like you said, there's there's some things you could complain about th- th- this or that. But for the most part, do you feel like it's uh, the guys are, are are happy with the PGA Tour in the sense that they're not necessarily looking to go play somewhere else? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know what any kind of benefits uh, this other tour would have. But, uh, you know, we, we have a really nice uh, health plan with the PGA Tour. Uh, if you can stay on tour for basically five consecutive years or five out of seven years, basically, you can uh, start uh, collecting on your on your um, uh, pension. You set that aside for later. Um, you know, I, I don't know what that would be like on, on the Premier Golf Tour. Although the guys over there probably don't really need to worry about that. But there are a lot of added benefits to playing on the PGA tour. You know, they have a lot of corporate uh, partners and corporate sponsors that, you know, we can take advantage of have a few deals here and there, but um, you know, like I said, you get to travel all over the, all over the United States and, and meet a lot of great people and see a lot of great places and get to play in a lot of great venues. And, and you get a chance to, you know, win on the PGA tour, call yourself PGA tour winner, which, you know, a lot of people in this world can't say. So I, I am very happy on the PGA tour. Um, yeah, there's things we can grab about from time to time, but uh, overall, I think the um, the attitude on tour is that guys is they want to be out there and they want to do their best to stay out there. You know, another big topic uh, that's that's going around right now is the the distance debate, um, the distance findings that the USGA came out with, um, and they're basing that distance debate basically on the elite players, the the best players in the world, which, which you're on the PGA tour and one of those guys. And in that category, your thoughts about what things can be done to, to help with the distance or does it need help? Uh, so I'll, I'll have to go with, um, or to start with that. These weren't my own ideas. It's just stuff that I've heard while being out on the West coast. Uh, Kevin Sherman brought up a nice point in that uh, in that um, report that they brought out. Way towards the back, they had a, a, a table on there showing driving distance changes over you know, basically the last 10, 15, 20 years. And they had it based on the pros and certain handicap ranges. And he said that uh, for the 6 to 12 handicappers on average, 10, 15 years ago, they were driving the ball 243 to 245 yards off the tee. And over the last couple of years, the average has gone down to 239 yards. 
Now, why is that? Maybe they think that they can play the same ball as the PJ Tour players, and they don't have the same kind of games. They're not getting the advantage out of that golf ball. They're just in the wrong equipment. Uh, that may be the case. Who knows? Uh, versus, you know, the PJ Tour guys, obviously, you know, everybody's breaking it down in exact science from absolutely everything that goes into the you know club making, the shafts you choose, uh, loft flies and angles, uh, the ball you're hitting. I mean, so much time and preparation is spent on that. And yeah, they can utilize absolutely everything uh, in the in the, that the equipment has to offer. And I thought that was a, a pretty interesting point. And then another one, uh, talking to James Hahn a couple weeks ago, he brought up an interesting uh, um, fact as well that. If you dial back the ball, how does it affect the long hitters that are out there now versus, let's say, your average hitters like myself? Well, the longer hitters, you know, let's say they're hitting driver wedges into some of the par fours, and I'm hitting driver nine iron or eight iron in. I, I can still compete hitting nine irons and eight irons versus their wedges. I'm going to make my fair share of birdies. I'm not going to make too many mistakes. I'm going to have a chance to uh, compete out there. Let's say you dial the ball back those long hitters are still going to be hitting it down there and having nine irons and eight irons. And whereas now I might be hitting six irons, five irons, four irons. That's a lot harder for me to compete hitting long irons versus low to mid irons. And it's going to, I'm going to make fewer birdies. I might make a few more mistakes and it's going to be a lot harder for me to compete out there. So dialing back the ball on the PGA tour, I understand the argument to it, but I, I don't think it's really that important. I think we can look more at golf course design and golf course setup and golf course preparation to manage scores a little bit more if you want to bring them a little bit more towards par each round. But for the average golfer, I don't think dialing the ball back is really going to have any effect on uh, on anything. And I'd rather be able to hit the ball a little bit further and be able to compete with a little bit uh, shorter clubs going into greens and be able to you know maybe uh, keep it within a stroke or two of uh, these guys when uh, you're you know, your season scoring average comes out at the, the end of the year. Two-time winner on the PGA Tour, Troy Merritt, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Some really interesting insights. So they, they dropped a little table, according to Strillman there. I hadn't seen that, where some of the uh, driving distances have actually gone down a little bit. You know, you you've you and I grew up playing the same golf course, uh, a little Burley Muni. Um, probably, uh, what, what's, what balls do you remember playing? Did you play professionals? <laughs> Did you play tour editions? Did you play any balladas back in the day? No, I was uh, I was a little young for the ballada, but I remember on that the the times that I got to play in a junior golf tournament, my dad would get me a sleeve of the Tour Prestige, so mm. that was my go-to ball when I was a teenager. Okay, and have you noticed a significant difference? Obviously, you've gotten older and stronger and better and that type of thing, but do you notice a significant difference? Does the game feel like it's easy now because of this new equipment and technology? You know, I think I preferred a ball that you could uh, work a little bit more. I mean, I understand that you want the ball to fly a little bit straighter, but when you're trying to, you know, you've grown up, you know, used to hitting, let's say, a 15, 20, 25-yard hook into a hole or or trying to work the ball hard left to right, and now it's a lot harder to do that. I'd rather be able to move the ball a little bit more, but, you know, if you do that, then you're obviously probably sacrificing a little bit of the distance um, with the distance in the ball that we have nowadays. So, it's pick your poison, um, but I, you know, I wish you could have both. Obviously, a little bit more length out of the ball and be able to work it a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, you know, I was such a young kid. I mean, I wasn't barely hitting it 200 to 225 yards when I was 14, 15 years old. Um, so I probably wasn't in the right ball at the time. And it'd be interesting to see, you know, if, if they still made that tour prestige kind of 
what the guys could do with it uh, these days. So uh, where are we going to see you out next? Where, where are you going to be playing and, and uh, what's your schedule looking like? Yeah, I had my, uh, my customary, I played uh, five events on the West Coast, really only had one finish to write home about, a top 25 out there at Pebble. And uh, I like to play mostly on the West Coast, just because it's close to home. And after uh, the Genesis down at Riviera, I can take two weeks off. I don't have to go get my head being in at Honda and deal with the bear trap. And uh, now I'll have the next three weeks coming up, play uh, Bay Hill, the players in Tampa, all three uh, really challenging golf courses with uh, really good fields and uh, you don't have to go out and keep 20, 25 under in any of those courses to win. You just got to go out there and have some good ball striking, make a few birdies and, and you're going to find yourself uh, in, contention, you know, in contention come Sunday. And That's always the nice thing about the Florida Swing is you know, sometimes you just have these shootouts on the West Coast and by the time you get to Florida you play in maybe a little bit more adverse conditions and a tougher golf course to those scores come back to 10 under par real quickly. And I, I actually prefer that. Well, uh, you got, you're, you're missing out on the bear trap, but you, you obviously have Bay Hill. <laughs> uh, you've got, uh, you know, TPC with, uh, you know, 16, 17, well, 17 and 18 anyway. And then, you know, you got the snake pit right uh, after that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a, <laughs> it, it's a good little stretch there. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had success at, at Bay Hill. It's uh, a chance to win uh, the first time I played there. And, I've had a few good rounds of players, but not uh, not any finishes to write home about. And, and a top ten over there at the Tampa at, or in Tampa at uh, Innisbrook. So it's it's a fun little stretch. Um, I don't I don't mind being down in Florida playing those three events. Uh, it's a long way from home, but uh, if we can have uh, a few good finishes and get the season back on track, I would be uh, more than happy to to take that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, we wish you the best. Is there one thing you're in particular you're kind of working on right now? You know, my, my ball striking was real solid for the first, I don't know, 75, 80% of the West Coast. And I just struggled getting the ball in the hole. And then the ball started getting in the hole, and I couldn't find the fairway or the green. So I got to figure out a way to get everything fire on all cylinders. Other than that, you're spot on, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, the ball, the ball keeps going forward, and it finds the hole eventually. It just needs to find <laughs> yep, the hole a few right. times or a few less strokes. Well, Troy, we appreciate you sharing some insights, and uh, I, I think it's a good perspective. You know, we sit and debate these uh, premier golf league guys and the money and all this type of stuff, and uh, I, I think I appreciate you sharing it. I mean, it's uh, it, it's it is it is a bit of a prestigious situation, obviously, to be on the PGA Tour, but uh, they're not all not all tour uh, players are in the same situation as the Rory's and the Brooks and things like that. So, I, I think it's a good perspective for people to to hear and, and understand the grind that, that's real out there. Yeah, you know, and at the end of the day, no matter what happens, I'm still your average Joe from Idaho, from uh, from Burley, Idaho. So <laughs> I love it. And walk around and do my best. I love it, there and you go. You, you represent well, man. So uh, well done, and always a pleasure to have you on the show. All right, I appreciate you guys. Thanks. Have a good one. You got it. Thanks, Troy, Troy Merritt joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. Uh, we'll talk about this. Interesting. Some of the comments. Bob, I'm anxious to get your thoughts on it. We'll do that next oh, right yeah. here on Real Golf Radio. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. 
And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. Four. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. <clears throat> and that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Hey, to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. There's new distance out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. And we thank you for joining us. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. At Real Golf is our Twitter handle. I'm interested in what you think of that. Troy Mayer is not kind enough to – he has a two-time winner on the PGA Tour – Mm-hmm. Kind enough to join us and uh, spend some. You know, he won Tiger's event, um, was his first win, and then he got the Barbasol Championship. And so uh, two two good wins. One of them was an opposite field. The other one was a, a premier event, uh, winning Tigers. So he's 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 been out there and, as he said, quote, bottom feeder for the last 10 years. But nonetheless, yeah. he's made it on the PGA Tour. And to his point, there are thousands and thousands of guys that are really good at golf and there's only a couple hundred cards that are available each and every year. And even if you get that tour card, Bob, doesn't guarantee you that you're no. going to be cruising out there on the PGA Tour and making a bunch of money. It's he, he is a good reminder of the grind that goes on. And I guess to me, that's what makes the tour so endearing. And you appreciate what the top level guys are able to do as opposed to just having everybody that's making the boatloads of money and, and, and doesn't need $200 million like Brooks Kepka said. Yeah, well, Brooks Kepka has won $30 million in his short PGA Tour career. You look at um, Troy Merritt. Troy Merritt, like he said, um, had a had a tie for 25th at uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He finished tie for 30th at the Zozo and a tie for 30th uh, at the RSM. Those were all tournaments that were played last fall, considered into this season. And he's won two times on the PGA Tour. So... Troy's played about 213 events. I think that's what his number is. He's made 109 cuts. Now think about that. He's just over 50% on um, the tournaments that he plays and 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 cuts made, and he's made almost 8.5 million dollars on his PGA Tour career in two hundred in 213 events played. 
that's a great job. But like you said, it's not guaranteed. So Troy Merritt has to play, as he said, he has to play well this year in the in about the next 15 to 16 events. He's got to play well enough to get enough FedEx Cup ranking points to finish in the top 125 or else he then plays in the fall that four four tournament fall series to try to get his card back onto the PGA Tour or he's relegated to playing in space available only uh with with his two PGA Tour victories and playing events on um the Corn Ferry Tour. So the thing that the thing that he has to focus on is um getting some top tens. If you get some top tens, you make some money and, and you make some good FedEx cup points and it boosts you up pretty quick. And, and, and of course, like he did at the Barbasol, if you win a golf tournament, then guess what? You get two years. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a grind. It's a grind. And the guys, the guys make good money. They, you know, if they play well and that kind of thing, but guys like Troy and, and a lot of the guys that, that continue to hang on year after year after year and finish in that 75 to 125. They've, they've got to prove it every single year. And, uh, and, and it's tough. It's a tough deal. Every single year, every single week. I mean, you look at Tony Finau, who's a good friend of ours and comes on the show. He's won one time. Yes. And yet Tony's top 10 in the world and has made gobs of money because he's consistently putting himself there. And, and I think that's, you know, you look at guys like Matt Kuchar. You look at, of course, Kuchar has several wins, but mm-hmm. you know, guys that are able to go out there and pick up a win here and there, but they're always in the mix and they they're able to grind through and make it inside the top thirty in the money every year. So they're in the Tour Championship, and you know, it's that rich gets richer thing, right? Where you can, if you make it to a certain level, then you continue to get more perks and benefits, and 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 consequently more money. Um, I think some people are going to say, they're listening to this, go, oh, you know, I really don't feel bad for Troy Merritt. Uh, I've been working for 10 years and I haven't made eight and a half million dollars. Right. But I think it's important to remember some things like we had, we went to dinner with him in San Diego several years ago mm-hmm. and he kind of laid it out for us. Right. I mean, the check comes, half of it's going to uncle Sam, right? He's yep. got to pay. Then he got to, they have to pay state taxes, whatever state you're in for playing that week. And then you've got, he, he takes some of, you know, a, a good chunk of it that goes to his pension for retirement. And then he has a certain amount that he has to live on. And it does, plus he's got to pay his travel, his, uh, his caddy, uh, and, you know, and, and all the things that go along with it. It's, Troy's not hurting. I don't think Troy will ever lose his home or be out on the street or face some of the, the challenges that maybe some of us might face from time to time. Sure. But it's not eight. That eight and a half million isn't exactly like sitting in the bank making a ton of money for him right now. Right, right. So, and you just mentioned um, Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar played on the PGA Tour, lost his card on the PGA Tour, went down to the Corn Ferry Tour, figured out his game, got it in shape, came back to the PGA Tour, and that's when he really became a world beater and became one of the the really good players in the world. So. Um, you know, you, you either have to you either have to work a week to week to year to year to continue to keep your card, or at some point you break through and and it becomes it, well, it doesn't become easier for you, but by virtue of your good play, then life gets a little bit easier for you when you're out on the PGA tour. And when you're look, when you're playing well and you're making money and you don't have the pressure of trying to keep your job, you're freed yeah. up. Yes, and and there, it's without question. If you can play freed up, you are going to play better golf. I mean, it's that way. You know, I, I watched a high school state uh, tournament basketball game this week, 
And you could see the kids. I mean, I, these are kids that I've watched and they were tight. There was something on the line. It was win or go home. There was a, yep. a chance to go to the state championship on the line. And, you know, it, you see how some kids are able to process it and keep the game slow and work their, you know, their normal you know, routines and, and have the touch that they would in any other high school event. And others playing in a big arena with a different crowd, playing a different time than you normally play with, you know, with all this, all that's on the line and, you know, that guys are just off, they're tight. And that's the difference, right? And, and again, this is high school basketball versus, you know, professional golfers. That's what makes them pros is, is their ability to be able to handle that. But even at that level, there's an ability to be able to handle that. My guess is, is you know, Troy and I went down back to Burley Muni. Troy's going to put it on cruise control and, and be very capable of shooting 61, you know, around that golf course without even really thinking about it. But to go out next week... And play Bay Hill, knowing that he's got to have some top tens, get some FedEx Cup points, or he's relegated to the Corn Ferry Tour. A little, little different story, right? Yeah, definitely a, a different story. You threw out that sixty-one. That's his career low round on the PGA Tour. So, um, but yes, uh, it's a it it definitely is a different story. And and when it comes down to crunch time, now one of the things that Troy's always been able to do is that when um, he kind of gets behind the eight ball, so to speak. Troy has always been able to perform. Uh, it almost seems like um, when he gets when he gets himself in that situation, it allows him to play better, and hopefully that's what he'll be able to do. He's got three good starts coming up where um, where he's had some success before and he's played well. He had a chance to win at Bay Hill, like he said a few years ago in his first try, and and he's had a top ten at uh, you know there at the Copperhead Course. Um, so. You know, uh, and, and then he's got, you know, he's got the, some tournaments this summer and, and uh, you know, hopefully he'll be able to qualify and get in the U.S. Open and get in some of those bigger events, mm-hmm. the PGA Championship. He, he's playing the he's playing at Bay Hill or not Bay Hill, but at the Players Championship. Um, hopefully he gets in some of those other bigger events and and uh, and then he proved he proves to himself that that he continues to belong on the PGA tour. It's an interesting observation, Bob. He wins at Barbasol two years ago, gets yep. the two year exemption pressures off. And it's, you know, I just mentioned, Hey, when the pressure's off, you're freed up, you play better. Unless you're like, okay, I got it locked up. Uh, I'm going to go enjoy my family a little bit. And I'm not saying I'm not putting words in his mouth. I don't know what right. he went through, but you're right. right. All of a sudden the competitor in you, the provider, if you will, um, yep. when you know, you've got to keep your job, sometimes there's the opposite. There's the desperation, which is a great motivator at times as well. So, uh, in- interesting. I-, I just thought it was a great perspective. Didn't anticipate that this would be the conversation we would have coming off of, uh, of what we just talked with Troy Merritt about, but uh, I think it's, it's worth the discussion because as we've been joking, you know, uh, all morning, uh, with the... Well, guess what? For some of those guys, it is. And yes. they're, they're trying to keep their jobs. Money in the FedEx Cup points. No doubt about it. Well, listen, we got to take a short break. We'll come up and wrap things up on the on the other side. You know, he mentioned he mentioned some stuff about the distance, too, which was really uh, insightful as well. And we, we'll have to spend some more time on that in future shows. But if you missed that, you'll want to check that out. Go to Twitter, at Real Golf is where you can find uh, the segment with Troy Merritt. Short break. More Real Golf continues next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This 
is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, fairway woods, irons, and hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Thanks to Callaway Golf for sponsoring Real Golf Radio. Thanks to you for listening each and every week here on the show. Thanks to Dave Glauser, who does a great job producing. Be sure to give us a follow at Real Golf and then uh, on Twitter and then Instagram is at Real Golf Radio as well as Facebook. Bob, uh, a lot to take away. One, Brooks Kepka not going to change his life with $200 million. Wow. That's flabbergasting. Um, Troy Merritt, I thought, gave us a tremendous perspective about what life is like out there on the PGA Tour. And he goes so far as to discourage people from trying to chase the PGA Tour. (laughs) (laughs) Saying it's hard, man. He doesn't want anybody to take his spot. Perhaps. Yeah. 
well, I think he just wants to go out there and earn it. But you know what? Look, the guy's won twice out there, and there's not a lot of people that can say that. So yep. appreciate Troy coming on and sharing that perspective. Um, again, congrats to Victor Hovland with a big win last week. Patrick Reed picking up a big W, his eighth. Pretty interesting that he's won eight times. Mm. pair of WGCs. Um, you know, he's got the Masters victory. I mean, the guy's he's someone you got to look at. There's no question. Yep. Coming up next week, Arnold Palmer Invitational, 83 back on. Can't wait to see what happens. Uh, no doubt, uh, should be an exciting stuff as the West as the Florida swing yes. rolls on. All right, Only that's five weeks away after this week for the Masters. Can't wait. Let's get it done, Augusta. Yeah. Here we come. Uh, it'll be good. We'll be broadcasting out there as we've done for the last fifteen years. All right, that'll do it for us. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf. Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.